center. It looked funny. Let me move over. All right. We'll do it like this. All right. Good morning. How you doing? It's Mr. R2 here at Consistency is Currency, a morning podcast of choice. Um, yes, yes, yes. It was a very busy weekend, but I want to say good morning to you. I appreciate you for being in this digital space. Let's share this moment because we are alive to see each other. And there's somebody who didn't make it through the weekend, but you did. And I'm happy that you did. Just like I'm happy that I did because we didn't have to be here. There was a there was a father who didn't make it to see today. There was a child who didn't make it to see today. There was a mother who didn't make it to see today. There was somebody that you knew that did not make it to see this day. So let's be happy and proud that we are here. And we're in this moment right now. We're going to share this space. We're going to share this moment together. So I say thank you and I appreciate you. Like always, being here at Consistency is Currency. Like I always say, your morning podcast choice. Today we're going to be talking about something very, very interesting. And it came to me this morning um, because I was really trying to figure out what I was going to say. And then the next thing I knew, I left my laptop like all the way home. Like I drove all the way to the uh, the media room and then I had to turn around and go back home to get my laptop. And then I had to sit here. I kind of felt like I was rushing it just for a little bit, but I think it's going to come out how it was supposed to come out. Peace. Good morning, Antoinette. It's going to come out how it is supposed to come out. It's going to be what it's supposed to be. And I already know that I claim it. I claim it. I don't see it no other way. And I will execute um, in no other way at all. So again, good morning to you. All right. So before we start, peace. South Philly Reef, crazy man, funny man himself. Um, So we're going to be talking about um, sow the land. It's a very different topic, but it is a topic that is, is very beneficial, like for everybody. But we have to understand what the purpose and the nature behind the sower and the reaper. Because a sower and the reaper could be the same person, but it's based off of what you actually do during the process of the sowing. And what you do during the process of the sowing will actually create the potential of what the harvest and the reaper can actually obtain. You can't give and get you can't you can give and give at the same time. And I'm going to be tapping into that. We're going to give for those that's new to the platform. You're going to get definition of words. You're not going to get the etymology, not today, uh, but you're going to get definition of words. And we're going to invert those definitions just so you can see in a different way and from a different perspective. And as this interactive conversation is the things that resonates with you, just go ahead and drop it and put it inside the chat. If there is a definition that resonate with you as well just go ahead and put how you see it if i say red over white that means pay attention to the words that are in red white over red pay attention to those words that are in white and then we're going to go ahead and jump deep into this so let's go ahead and, and, and let me flip this real quick so we get this conversation going so the land y'all ready put so in the chat s-o-w put so in the chat so the land is a little bit different. Well, I ain't going to say a little bit. It's a lot different. It's a lot different because if you say the earth is mine and the fullness thereof, then why do I only want to sow in one spot? Like, why should I only sow in one spot when I physically walk 
in a lot of places. I find myself in a lot of places. I find myself around different sets of people. So why should I only sew in a single location? Because if I feel my skills and my talents is going to take me places, if I feel that my ideas and concepts is going to grow into something that is going to be beneficial, not just to myself, but beneficial to a lineage of people that is coming behind me, then I must sow the land. I must sow the land because there's more that comes out of you only after you have planted the seed. I don't plant one seed. I, I plant a multitude of seeds because that's the gift that I was giving. So therefore, I must sow the land. So let's go ahead and jump. The definition of sow, it says plant, you got seed, plant by scattering it on or in the earth. Plant by scattering it on or in the earth. In the inversion, I think we can kind of flip this uh, multiple ways. But the inversion that I want to pay attention to pay attention to first is plant by scattering it. So when you plant thing by when you plant things by scattering it, you're scattering it with the intent and purpose that I am going to reap the most bountiful harvest that I can possibly can. So therefore, I am going to scatter my seeds in order for me to have the most the most bountiful harvest as I can. That's like having an influence. If your influence is in this particular uh, community, your influence is in this particular city, your influence is in this particular audience, then you should be able to reap it because you've scattered the seed in order for the sow to be reaped in more places than one. So now you're beginning the process of sowing the land. <laughs> I want you to marinate on that for a moment. Like, are you prepared for the harvest? That's your question. Are you prepared for the harvest? If you're prepared for the harvest, say yes. If you're still working on it, then say that. I think a lot of times what happens is we say we want the harvest, but we haven't yet planned, planted the proper seeds in order for it to render us the proper harvest. If you're not ready for the harvest, then keep planting the proper seeds. Keep marinating in within the seed. Keep actually applying the pressure that's needed within the seed in order for the seed to actually grow into a harvest that's not just going to be beneficial for you. Don't you know there's somebody that's coming after you? There is a legacy that's coming after you. There is a prophecy that's come out of you, but you're going to have to scatter it in order for you to sow the land. And let's flip it to the other side, white over red. On <laughs> or in the earth. On or in the earth. Again, I'm just giving you definition. You can go look these definitions up yourself. On or in the earth. Again, remember, if it says the earth is mine in the fullness thereof, then I am not concerned with what's going on in this present location because I'm looking past where I am right now because wherever I go is earth to me. If I find myself 
in Colorado is still earth. If I find myself in California, it's still earth. If I find myself in Jerusalem, it's still earth. If I find myself in San Antonio, it's still earth. So therefore, when I'm scattering the influence, the harvest has no other option but to show itself approved because I've scattered the seeds everywhere that I've went, everywhere that I've gone. Again, I'm just giving you definitions. All of this stuff, you can look up yourself. And let's go with the next definition. It says to cause. To affect many people. So let's talk about this, this, this legacy people, people like to, to bring up a lot of times. It's just a pretty word. It's just a pretty word used by pretty people who feel they're going to get a pretty good response. But if you ain't ready to build legacy with yourself, then there is nothing that you can build for somebody else that's coming behind you because the wall that you've placed in front of you is so high and so large and, and, and has so much depth that you can't even see over it on what's what's possibly going to happen for you until you begin to affect yourself. Oh, I'm building I'm building a legacy. (laughs) You don't even know anything about wealth. You haven't even tapped into your own intellectual property, your own intellectual access to capital. But you want to build for somebody who's not here yet, but you don't even build for yourself. Like you build upon doubt. So therefore, the structure of it is not the foundation of the structure is going to reap the benefits of tearing everything down. If you build on the foundation of fear, you're going to reap what you sow because fear, again, is not real, but it is the response to what you were thinking. So therefore, if you don't reshape and restructure the foundation of your thoughts, fear is going to tear it down every time you begin the process of building. I'm just giving you definition. And the inversion on this. It's to affect many people. Like, what are you waiting on? Because the gift that comes out of you is going to affect many people. The gift that you have that have been bestowed upon you is going to affect many people. Stop being selfish with your gift. Mm. That that stung right there. That's like a whole nother conversation. Like, have you been selfish with your gift? I don't know. That might be tomorrow. I don't know. I figured out. If y'all want me to talk on that tomorrow, put that in the chat. Stop being selfish with your gift. Because when you're selfish with your gift, you won't affect. You, You could. Yeah, you could ultimately affect many people because you haven't presented it. To those who have been waiting on it. To those who who could be affected by what you don't present, the gift that you don't pull and extract out of you will affect many people only because fear and doubt set in. I'm going to leave that alone. I I probably can talk on that for for about a whole nother 15 minutes, but I'm not. (laughs) And the third definition is so. 
Like I couldn't even find an inversion on it because all of it is, is, is beneficial within itself to sow. Because if you're prepared for the harvest, then there must be a way that you have to be implanted, introduced, or promulgate. Like what's promulgate? Promulgate is to promote or to make widely known. Like that idea or that cause that you have or that book that you've written, it began to promulgate because only after you have planted the seed and introduced it to the world, we have no other option but to assume that you have taken on your responsibility of what you were supposed to do. Again, that's sown. <laughs> to plant, introduce, to promulgate. Like you can't introduce nothing to me unless you introduced it to yourself. Don't introduce anything to me if you haven't done the research on it. If you haven't sat yourself down and begin to learn the process because remember the definition of learn is the process of acquiring knowledge because in order for you to acquire it you must first know what it is that you seek and when you know what you seek then you know that you're sowing the proper seeds and then once the harvest begins to show itself approval then it will be introduced to the world But to implant, like, what are you planting inside of your thoughts and how do you plant it? Like, what shows are you watching? What what videos are you uh, uh, consuming? What conversations are you having? What rooms are you in when those things are implanted inside of you because you want the harvest, but you're planting the wrong seed? You want the benefits, but you're not doing what it takes in order for it to be beneficial. It's not beneficial to you. Then why would it be beneficial to me? Again, like we talked about this past week, hurt people hurt people because they're still implanted with the fear and the doubt that they had that they haven't yet to release for themselves. You want to sow, but you can't plant the proper seeds like you plant fear and it grows fear. You plant doubt and it grows doubt. You plant attitude, trust and believe the emotions and the attitudes is coming right after it. Like, what have you implanted? You know, you can sow a wrong seed inside your child and it's going to grow. So what have you implanted in your child that you hope that's going to grow, that's going to sow the land? Like, what information have you implanted into that child? What information have you implanted into that business partner? What information have you implanted into your community? What have you introduced to your community? I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> sow the land. So what we're going to do real quick, we're going to go into this deep dive a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. And we're going to go ahead and get off. So one of the greatest principles in life is what? One of the concepts of sowing seeds. Like that's that's a great thing. Because this concept really teaches us that if we give something, we can receive it. Right. That's something we heard all all our lives. You reap what you sow. I mean, that can be flipped in so many ways. You can. 
sow great things and receive great things. You can sow terrible things and you can reap terrible things. The order of karma. Because whatever you have reaped is a direct reflection of what you have sown. Find yourself looking at why you have uh, reaped skinny carrots or you've reaped one stock of corn. You, You have to ask yourself, like, what did you plant? Like, what were you doing in the springtime? Like, what were you doing? Because a farmer, he plants in the spring in preparation for the harvest. So if you're concerned about why do my vegetables look this way? Why do my fruit look this way? Why did this come about this way? Like, what were you doing during a time when you should have paid attention to it the most? Ask yourself that. Were you sleeping? You walking around complaining about everything? Were you playing the martyr? Or were you just waiting for the perfect moment that you felt never came? So therefore, don't expect the harvest when the perfect moment never comes. But when you execute and not waiting for the perfect moment, I'm the risk will allow the harvest to be that much more bountiful. You can't possibly expect the land if you don't plant the seed. I'm going to say that again. You cannot expect the land if you don't plant the seed. It has to be planted. Because if you sow bad, you reap bad. It's like you can't plant a mango seed and reap an orange it's not going to work that way the laws of nature will not allow that to actually grow so why do you as an individual who are planting certain seeds have the expectations of something else being birthed something else growing because if naturally planting that big old mango seed an orange tree is not going to grow so be very specific about what you plant because the harvest is only going to, to, to grow based off of what you've sown, the seeds that you've planted. There's no trick to the trade. You reap the mango. And one thing that I want you to pay attention to, and, and, I, and I began to learn it, you know, um, as I was going uh, through it today, And you don't just reap what you sow because you possess the ability to reap more than what you sow. Like, what are you talking about, Mr. R2? I'm going to tell you, like, pay attention to this. You get back more than what you put in. Simple example. Let's take the mango. The mango has a very large seed. You plant that seed, then what happens? A mango tree grows. It doesn't grow one mango. 
but it rewards you with the tree for you to have an abundance of mangoes. Like, are you ready to have an abundance of what you are supposed to have? But you have to plant that. Man, look. If you plant that one seed, you have the ability to eat for a lifetime. You have the ability to take that one mango and to grow a tree and to allow yourself to now have juice from the mango that you from the one seed that you planted. Like, can you plant one seed? You can make jam now. You can make preserve. You can make some sort of like whatever it is, but you have to plant that one seed. Same thing with the apple. Like, can you take the apple and you split it in half and you take out the seeds? (laughs) That one seed. Can feed you for a lifetime then you wash, rinse, and repeat that process all over again. Just that single seed, like, can you do one thing? One thing gives you the ability to grow into many. So what have you planted this year? Is it time for you to reap it? Is it time for your harvest? What did you do in the springtime? Were you reading? Were you studying? Were you finding yourself approval just based off of what you were doing? Or were you sitting around still watching TV? Because some of y'all know what's coming up next on Netflix. Then you do what's coming up in your own natural life. Like, you know what? I don't think that far. But you can tell me what was the season three (laughs) of a special that came on on Netflix. But you can't tell me what you got coming next in your life. That's like backwards. It makes zero sense. You can quote a whole song, but you can't quote your near term goals. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. That might have stepped on somebody's toes. I don't care. Put on some steel toe boots. You'd be all right. And something else that I thought about. Oh. Uh, They say your cup runneth over. I want you to think about this for a moment. Cup only runs over when you exceed the limits that you placed on it. I'm going to say that again. Your cup only runs over when you have exceeded the limits that you placed on the size of the cup. It's not the contents that's in the cup. But it's exceeding all expectations. Right. You can put water in the cup. It can run over. You can put grain in the cup. It can run over. You can put uh, anything in the cup. So it's not the contents that runs over. It's you exceeding past the limits of what the cup has been designed to hold. But if I have exceeded my own expectations of the cup, the size of the cup is not concerning to me. It's can I feel my cup and exceed past the limitations don't get it twisted there are some times where you may plant something and what you thought was going to come out it didn't come out how you wanted to how you wanted it to come out 
even from a farmer's perspective. A farmer will plant a seed, and next thing you know, you got a hailstorm, you got locusts, you got all this stuff that comes about. The rain comes, and it feels like everything just rained on, rained on, your, on your parade. The crows came, it just felt like they just ransacked all of the nice, pretty row of crops that you planted out there. My question to you is, how do you respond? How do you respond after the hell has come? How do you respond after the rain has flooded? How do you respond when the crows is eating all your crops? How do you respond when the when the when the when the the weed and the locusts begin to uh, uh, choke out the crops itself? How do you respond? Because those situations and circumstances are always going to be there. But how you respond makes it better for you. Why? Because it's going to come back again. But how do you respond in that moment can teach you what to do the next time it comes back. And that's solely on you. Indeed, increase your capacity to receive. Um. <laughs> I learned a lot this morning, um, but we have to sow the land. I know we talked about before, you know, sowing in your garden and, and all these things, but let's look at what sowing the land looks like. Like no matter where your feet stops, in that moment, the land could be owned by what you bring to the table, what information you've gathered, what influence that you have. That's when it begins to speak for you when you're no longer in the room. It enters the room before you step into the room. It stays in the room even after you leave the room. That's so in the land. That's developing that, that omnipresence. Learn more, love more, like more, live more. And then the harvest has no other option but to give you more. Again, a single seed sown from a mango will give you a mango tree. But are you prepared to sow just once? Sow one time and, and, and trust me. It is going to afford you to many more blessings. It's going to afford you to more information. It's going to afford you to be able to be in rooms to where the influence is greater than your fear. I'm going to say that again. The influence of your harvest is greater than your fear of starting. So do not fail to start because of fear, but start through the fear. Of failing. I'm not afraid to fail, but I'm afraid of what starting is going to do, of not starting is going to bring. Don't you know not starting has a greater impact on failing than it is for you to never had started at all? <laughs> all right, I'm going to leave that alone. Man, y'all be blessed. <laughs> y'all be blessed. Um, I appreciate you uh, 
Dr. Jennings, I appreciate you. Sharif being on, I appreciate you, Antoinette, for being in this space. And remember, here at Consistency is Currency, your morning podcast of choice. Y'all be blessed. And today is just the beginning of sowing the seed for your tomorrow. Peace.